classic retelling of Charles Darwin's uh, popular novel, Christmas with Carol Decker. So, um, I, I take it we're, we're all well read on the scripts that I sent through. It's the story of uh, the, the main character that I will be playing, which is, of course is Ebba Badger Scrooge McDuck. And um, it's the story of how Ebba Badger Scrooge McDuck realises his, his ways are not correct and changes them at Christmas. So uh, I will also be playing the part of the narrator. So uh, I'll, I'll be walking you in and out of set and things like that. But uh, we'll get, we'll get going. So it was set. A, what? Set. I like it. Clever. Set. Yes. Well, well done, Damon. <laughs> Interactive comedy. So we're, um, we're starting off. It's, it's a cold winter's day. Uh, way, way long time ago. Oh, fucking hell. I've got to let someone enter the room. I didn't think this through. <laughs> <laughs> A long, long time ago, like about 1993, something like that, we had uh, MySpace, Tiskily was a broadband provider, all that sort of business. And in his child's toy factory, where they made stuffed animals, worked the very, very nasty Ever Badger Scrooge McDuck. That, that's me. If I've got a hat on, I'm Ever Badger Scrooge. So, Ever Badger Scrooge had been working his workforce very hard all the way up to Christmas Day. And uh, his loyal servant, Bob Catchit, wanted to ask him a question. Mr. Bossman, sir, leader of mine, may I have Christmas Day off to spend with my family? Can you fuck? <laughs> Get back to work, you lazy. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I, 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 then what happened was uh, Bob Catchit showed Ebba Badger Scrooge McDuck that legally he had to give him a day off at Christmas. I've been sitting in the voice bureau, you old prick, and I can have a day off. You, you can't call me an old prick. That's grounds for, like, gross misconduct. <laughs> I'll call you what I want. I've got <laughs> rights. You're really not taking this role of Bob Catchit seriously. <laughs> oh, sorry. I went to. I, I just became Theo for a second. Sorry, boss. I do apologise, but please, may I have the day off to spend with my family? I've got a little crippled son. A crippled son. Mon Pray yeah, tell. Mongi what is your crippled son's name? Mongy Mike. Mongy Mike. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with Mongy Mike? I can't remember what your boyo said now, but he's. <laughs> Some sort of fucking issue. Oh dear. Just play yourself, it'll be fine. So, <laughs> so Mr. Mr. Badger, oh fuck. Ever Badger Scrooge McDuck reluctantly agreed to give Bob Catshit the day off, which put him in a very bad mood. Just at that moment, two charity muggers decided to knock at his door asking for donations. Feed the crap. Feed what the, the crabs. Feed the what? Crabs. Crabs. <laughs> Feed the crabs. I'm fairly confident crabs aren't really a big issue at Christmas. Hungry. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, I'm hungry. You, you've brought a crab with you. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, so one of them was meant to play, well, both of them were meant to play charity muggers, 
Instead, we've Come got on, one you let us know when you've given the crap. We've got a person who's actually playing a crap. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, uh, Mr. Badger gave them short thrift and said, No, get to fuck and get a proper job. You dirty ass. It's a one feeling bastard. So, knocking on people's doors was not welcome, especially at Christmas. At that moment as well, he was then rung up on the telephones by his uh, very, very chirpy nephew, Fred Flintoff. Oh, you're right. That's me, innit? Sorry. <laughs> Cousin, Fre <laughs> Cousin Fred. It's chirpy Cousin Yorkshireman. Yeah. What, what, what do you want, Fred? What do I want? Well, I was, uh, I was wondering if you fancy coming to, the, coming to my party. What, what sort of party is it? Well, it, well, what kind of party do you think it is? It's Christmas. It's a Christmas party. Yeah, but like, what's the age range? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone's welcome. Fa family party, you know, there'll be lots of lots of adults, lots of small children. It's a family party. I'm, I'm not allowed. There's a, I've got strict rules on who I'm allowed to hang around with and at what times of day. Oh, come <laughs> on, Uncle. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No. I'll, I'll have to reject your Christmas. Remember this, boys and girls, because this is important to the story. I have to reject no. your kind offer. Come to me party. No, come to me party, Uncle Terry. Come on. No, get we're, we're play. <laughs> we're going to play pin the tail on the donkey and all sorts. Well, that's just animal cruelty. And I, I'll, I'll be cruel to many things, but not donkeys. They're too attractive. And with that, <laughs> with that another person was given short shrift. Oh, yeah. Bob Capshit had gone home. Matt Taylor looks like he is playing one of the ghosts. <laughs> Bob Catchett was sent home to spend Christmas Day with his family and Ebba Badger McScrooge Duck was all alone on Christmas Eve. He retired to his bedroom and decided to try and fall asleep. But oh no, he was visited by a, a ghost of Bob Marley for some reason. <laughs> Oh, Ever Badger, do you not recognize who I am? Not with that accent, no. I'm trying real hard not to make this racist. <laughs> <laughs> trying real hard, and you're really testing my patience. <laughs> yeah, I am Jake Bob Marley, your old work partner. What, what, what would you, what, when did we work together? In the toy factory. Oh, you're the co-owner of the toy factory. That is correct, I think. Your, your dreads have gone white. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm dead. What do you expect? The colours totally drained from me. There's no blood in this body anymore. <laughs> I've got blood in my body. Look at this fucking thing. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Solid. Solid as a rock. Can't get it down. Anyway, oh. I have oh. come here with an important message for you. Yes. You're a bit of a bastard, and you yes. need to change your ways. What? Why? What? What's What's the outcome if I don't change my ways? Uh, damnation, you'll end up like me. A racist character stereotype. Okay, <laughs> 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 um, well... At the moment, you're not very threatening, you know, because you are just... It looks like you're wearing a dress. I'm not sure, Bob Marley. But at the 
moment, you're not very threatening to me. I don't think I'm going to listen to you, if you don't mind me saying so, you know, unless uh, you've got something that could change my mind. It's not me you have to worry about. You will be visited by three spirits. Yes. Not the ones you normally like. No Sambuca, no tequila. <laughs> three terrifying spirits who will teach you a lesson. Okay, and what, what would that lesson be? Well... Just to be less of a prick, hopefully, is the outcome of the year. <laughs> well, I've been alive for, like, you know, 64 years now, and somebody hasn't taught me that yet, so good luck on the spirits. Yeah. So uh, with, with that, Bob Marley, off you fuck as well. No, I'm going anyway. I'm, it's time for me to have something for my dinner. I was thinking about <laughs> salmon. Can, can you say something racist for your dinner? I'm trying not. I don't know if you're recording this call or not. Everything's being recorded and it will be shared with the relevant Damn authorities. <laughs> Listen for the first strike of the bell and you will hit your first visitor. The first strike of my bell, Ed. Mm. <laughs> okay. So with that, with that, Bob Jacob Marley left the room and Mr. Badger was convinced that he was just a bit pissed and went to bed. Although, within minutes... He was woken up by, ladies and gentlemen, the ghost of Christmas pants. I am the ghost of Christmas pants. Hello, Mr. Badger. Hello, everyone. I hope we're all set, you bunch of cunts. Um, have you had throat cancer or something? <laughs> Started smoking. It's like lockdown. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to understand you, but we'll go with it. <laughs> what? Why have you come to visit me, you top hat wearing twat? Well, um, I am the Gretz. I'm the ghost of Christmas. Uh, Bants. 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 Am I? Am I? Is it Bants? <laughs> Bants. You're, you're meant to have something to do with underpants, but I am the ghost of Christmas pants. Uh, that includes <laughs> social interaction. Um. You know, you don't always like actually being the ghost of Christmas pants. So <laughs> visited people on Christmas Eve and describing all the ways they shut themselves in their pants. Um, <laughs> but you know, since we're here, let's go. Let's watch my friends. It's just it's lonely. I'm never the good guy. Let's do it. Okay. Name Terry T. Badger. Birthday the twenty second of June, nineteen fifty six. Born Leeds, Leeds General Infirmary. You were an experiment. Uh, parents, uh, unknown, impoverished female, and Cliff Richards, or one of the shadows. We don't know. <laughs> Mr. Badger, I want you to explain yourself. December 1999. You were just about to pay for a bottle of own brand vodka when you farted. But what it actually was, was seven-eighths shit. The man behind the counter heaved, and a little girl fainted. And he was lucky she was in a wheelchair because that floor wasn't even. Explain yourself. I'd had a successful gig. I mean, you must admit that 1999 is technically in the future from when this is set. So this is already <laughs> gone slightly. 1899. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I meant to try to the office. That, that, you know, everyone on furlough, there's that mean it's, it's crazy. Of course. To ghosts, the number nine is exactly the same. Just before the ghost of Christmas pants proceeds, um, what year is this then? 
This is I'm completely lost here. Canada's what I need. Who's whispering? It's working, but uh, you you sound like Robocop has got Down syndrome. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, we will, we will, we will just add me on, add me on. Here we go. Okay, is that better? Fuck <laughs> <That's laughs> it. Fuck it. Okay. I understand mm. the ghost of Christmas pants. You're here to show me what's gone wrong in my pants. Well, um, last year you went to the German market um, and stood near the Bratwurst stalls, yelled, um, I will do you some brown ones, everyone walking past. What was that about? I was mildly drunk and I'd shit in my handbag, so I needed to get rid of them and there was no dustbins nearby. You know, I'm fairly confident you're meant to be showing me my past with, like, uh, some characters, like maybe uh, my ex-fiancé and um, my old boss. Okay, what it is was, you've not provided a script. No, but I thought you know the story of a a Christmas with Carol Decker. Look, I've seen half of the Muppets yeah. and 10 minutes of the BBC thing, so I'm doing as best I can. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do your part then. Here we go. Okay. I am the ghost of Christmas pants. <laughs> and I want to show you your fiancé, Belle End. Richard Dad, I think Is it still me? Yes. Is it still me? You couldn't, find, you couldn't find a woman to play Belle End? <laughs> no. Gender so isn't doesn't matter. What does it say? It says Belen is Scrooge's former fiance. She's a chav and she drinks European lager from the can. Was this in the messenger group? <laughs> this we were all sent bios. Theo didn't look. Did you look at yours? I don't think so. I didn't look. I just I was very drunk and I forgot. <laughs> anyway, Bell! She's beautiful! What, why have you shown Ghost of Christmas Pants? Why have you shown me Belle? What is there that she's going to do that's going to make me want to change my mind? But I, I think it's Belle is just meant to show more. me. I was going to, I was going to kind of follow some sort of, uh, you know, 
you know what? I'm, I'm quite happy I split up with Belle because she seems quite vacant. She seems a bit... Uh... <laughs> This is what you always. This is what you always say about me, Badge. What, that I'm vacant. I'm an airheaded bimbo, and I don't appreciate it. I actually say that you, you don't look much like a lady. You look like a man with a top hat on. <laughs> Which is the main reason why I left you. I mean, that's just that's that just and the penis. That was um, the other downside. Well, get with the that. Time. Could be an upside to some people. It could be. It Thank you, be. Theo. Well, Bob catch it. Bob. Bob, <laughs> you doing anything tonight? <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I've, I've not been convinced here. So, uh, maybe it's maybe <laughs> the ghost of Christmas <laughs> pants. <laughs> Time to show me my old employer, Mr. Fizzy Wank. <laughs> I've got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on, Robocop. Okay. Go. <laughs> oh, Mr. Badger, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you always were my favourite uh, young employee. Oh, you're the one who taught me to like young employees. <laughs> <You're Mr. laughs> I don't know what you mean. It was an honest mistake that time I pressed myself against you in the station recovered for a long time. Hmm. <laughs> and if, mine, if I'm honest, I don't get much uh, attention. I found it quite quite complimentary. Oh, that's very good. It, it was a fun time, wasn't it? We used to have when you were in my employ all those late nights. I've been in more than your employ, I tell you that. No. <laughs> Just, don't talk of that. What? You were my old boss, weren't you, Mr. Fizzy? Oh, yes, that's correct, yes. What happened to you? Because I heard you died. Uh, well, sadly, that is true, yes. I, but it was the way I would have wanted to have gone out. Uh, explain? I died in a violent bear fight in a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Torn in two. Torn in two by bears at a wedding? Yes, indeed, exactly, believe me, it was quite memorable. Was there a reason why you were fighting bears at a wedding? <laughs> well, I don't know how particularly uh, au fait you are with certain terminology, but we're not talking about a black or a brown bear here. Talking about a large gentleman called Garth. <laughs> so when you say you're torn in two, you mean you were violently bummed by hairy caimen? Well, I was split like a yule log with an axe. <laughs> but, as I said, who wouldn't want to go out that way? You know, this, um, this is meant to be somehow making me want to be more like you. And this, um, I, I don't want to be bummed to death by large gay men. But you must remember the good times we had. You always had rosy cheeks and smiles when you were at a, at work as a young gentleman in my employ. I remember when you used to reach on the top shelf for some of the stock and I would hold the ladder staring up your shorts from the <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but Those were happy times. You used to used to keep me warm in the winter by rubbing my balls together like Kindle. Yes. Of course, yes, as well. We, we made a little song about it, didn't we? And I would, I would clasp you to my bosom to keep you warm, you wonderful furry little fucker, you. 
<laughs> did you say we wrote a little song about it? We did write a song about it, didn't we? It was the, the ball rubbing song. Do you not remember the lyrics? Do you want me to remind you, Badger? I mean, you should remind me of the ball rubbing song lyrics. <laughs> okay, let me remember. It's been a while. I am dead to remember as well. And I've only just managed to stitch <laughs> my rectum back together. But I do, believe, I do believe the lyrics were a little something like this. First we take the black one, then we take the right. We rub them both together and we keep going all night. Sometimes the smoke, and that's due to friction. And other times you just get excited and an erection. Oh, it was a one. That was a lovely song. I don't remember singing it. But mainly because you used to rehypnol me before you. Well, you, you were sort of all kind of slipping in and out of consciousness at those points, but it's, it's been lovely seeing you again, Mister Fizzy Wanks. That's it. It's anyway, as I say, I hope this little visit gets you to uh, change your mind about your ways. Why? What, what's particularly wrong with me at the moment? Well, I mean, I know you haven't had a date in a long time, but maybe if you thought about batting Hello? for the other. You're a lucky Yes. Something's happening. I think we've got more more people joining. We're back. We're back. I'm in this scene. I've spoken to the, the, the people from my Christmas past, so I think you're meant to explain to me now as to why my current role is uh, wrong. Right, I think it's your diet largely. Why are you? How many takeaways you have in a week? Can anybody else understand that? Oh, how many takeaways you have in a week? You know what? You don't want to face your demons, so that's, that's what it is. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking through a cheese grater. Uh, you know what? I paid £39 to talk through a cheese grater, so <laughs> I'm feeling very, you know, hard done by. Right. The reason your life's a mess is because you're just who you are. It's genetics, I think. I don't think you can help it. Genetics? <laughs> is that like chromosomes? Because apparently I'm missing a few of them. <laughs> right, now, is it that your diet's wrong? Is that one of them? Uh, I, I mainly eat whatever I, I find, you know. Yes, I'm, he had I'm a very healthy old. appetite. He used to gobble things up all the time. <laughs> I fucking did. Okay, is is it all your crimes? My cr- my cr- probably, probably, but uh, yeah. I, I like to think I'm happy with who I am at the moment. Yeah, fair enough, that's a good argument. Um, and so with that... Can't really counter that. With that, ever Badger Scrooge woke up and felt alright. Didn't really phase him, you know. And he was like, well, never mind, I'll just have another bit of a drink and a piss, and then I'm going to go back to bed. Cool. And with that, Mr. Badger fell asleep again, but was quickly woken up by the ghost of Cling Film Presence. <laughs> <laughs> and her smoke film. Oh, yeah. Come in, friend. Come in and know me better. <laughs> What's going on? Are you in a house fire? <laughs> <laughs> Come and join the feast. Ebenezer Scrooge McDuck. Okay. Well, what, what feast are we on about? I have all this wondrous Christmas food for you to join in with me. It's the season of generosity, Ebenezer Scrooge McDuck, and I am sharing with you. Well, I can't see a feast. 
I can nearly see your tits. That's um, I don't like milk though. I'm lactose intolerant. Hang on, toffee crisps. It's, that's your idea of a thing. Four for a pound. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is, um, <laughs> it's a bizarre choice of words. A feast. A feast. You could have got away with a chocolate ice cream. That's a feast. You could have had that. Mars bars as well. Okay. And what? I, <laughs> the Russian. Now, now oh, you're my talking. Cup of tea. Yeah, I'll have a couple of them. So, what are you here for, Ghost of Cling Film Presents? Huh. <laughs> That's it. To what? help you. To help you, Ebenezer Scrooge McDuck. To help you realise the error of your ways. Why? What have I done wrong? Ebenezer, darling, what haven't you done wrong? Poor Bellend, you broke poor Bellend's heart. I broke her wrist as well. She loved you. Did you? Broke her heart. But you, you've cast her aside in the interests of commerce, Mr. Badger. Yeah, and because she didn't like the fact that I got a cock. <laughs> and that. I love Belle up until I found out she, A, she got a dick. And B, she wouldn't take it up the wrong end, so that didn't give me many options recently, really, did it? There is always an option, Mr. Badger. Okay. So, what, well, what, what have you brought me here to show me anyway? Is there anybody? Because from what I can tell from this script that I've not shared with anybody, you're here to show me... <laughs> you're here to show me some people having Christmas meals without me, mainly my nephew Fred and Bob Catchy. Yes, look at Fred. What well, you could be enjoying now, Ebenezer, but you're all alone because because nobody likes you, Ebenezer. Look at the fun they're having. Oh, we're having such a great time. We're playing Pin the Tail on the Donkey and Hungry Hippos, and we've got ice party rings, and it's brilliant. Foley, Foley, you know, I was thinking I wished Uncle Terry was here because he's such a nice bloke, but, you know, actually, maybe we're better off without him. Maybe we're having more fun without him, actually. Do you know what? I've just realised that my ex-fiancé looks a lot like my nephew. <laughs> you sick bastard! Ah. Is it is it too late? Is it too late to pull out of this? <laughs> That's what the nephew said. Hey. So uh, yeah, so he's having a lovely fun time, but he's already just said he doesn't want me there. That's not really changed my mind. Maybe you should try being nicer, Ebenezer. Maybe you should have tried to show him a little bit of love. I did try and show him a bit of love once, and that's why the police come round. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly, and it was wrong, Mr Badger. I got up to my elbow in him before they did anything. He's already said that he would have quite liked me to go round there, though. He actually likes me as a person. So are you telling me to not be my true self? I have something to show you. Yeah? It's a warning. A warning of what all your selfishness and greed <laughs> are going to bring the world to. Do you want to see it? Go on, then. Do you want to see it, Mr. Badger? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Look at them, Mr. Badger. These yellow children. Ignorance and want. That's what your actions will lead to. Yeah? <laughs> yes, ignorance and want. Your lack of care for your fellow man. Children what? dying in the snow. I, I care for everybody I meet, such as you ask my employee, Bob Catshit. He'll tell you I'm the nicest boss ever, and I'm sure he's having a lovely Christmas. I didn't think I was in this scene, sorry. Um, 
Mr. Mr. Scrooge This is going to get very interesting because you've got to play Bob Catcher and Mongy Mike at the same time. (laughs) I know. I'm ready for that bit. I'm prepared prepared for that bit. But uh, as uh, Bob Catcher, I just like to say that Mr. Scrooge is a wonderful boss. He has a hard job and a hard uh, business to look after everybody and look after the business. And he gives me all the time I need, 14 minutes a week to Uh-oh. see my family. See, they don't need any more time than that. It's not, as if, it's not as if he's got a mentally retarded son that's going to take up a lot of time. <laughs> oh, how am I going to play this son? Go on, let's see Mongy Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing any faces, but... Hello, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. I'm afraid that seems far too normal a child for me. I can't believe that that's, that's a mong. I'd like to see an actual mong, please. No, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck off. Come on, just a bit of a... Uh, just one of them. <laughs> oh, you need locking up, you do, you fucking animal. <laughs> Look, I, I'm a bit... Oh, so I do my uh, stroke face on the track. Yeah, if you do your stroke face and your stroke voice, that'll probably pull it off. <laughs> hello. Hello, Mr. Badger. <laughs> that's... That's just what people who had a stroke do. <laughs> it's amazing that, that um, he's, because he's got a stroke, you can actually see the ethereal spirit of Mr. Badger when he's not in the room with him. Yeah, <laughs> He's operating on a different plane, you see. Is that why he's, he's so fucked up? Is he putting all of his effort into being like Professor X from the X-Men? It's the Mandy. <laughs> it's the it's Mandy. The it's the MDMA. So the, the truth is that Mongy Mike is actually Mongy. He's just a drug addict at like nine years old. <laughs> yeah. Because my dad can't feed us. Because daddy can't feed us because you don't pay him enough. He spikes our drinks with MDMA. <laughs> so far for this visit from a ghost I've had a ghost try and offer me like what was it, chocolate bars and prescription medication I've had my nephew having a party saying it is actually better that I'm not there and now I'm not paying somebody enough money because if I do pay him any more he'll just buy more drugs and give them to his kids <laughs> <laughs> Again, this second ghost visitation has Christmas, really everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that. I'm looking kind of sexy, man. Tiny Tim will die, and it'll be all your fault. Tiny Tim will die because his heart will fucking explode from all the smack the dad's given him. He'll die quicker if he just goes cold turkey at Christmas. <laughs> My name's Mike, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a tiny Tim. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Who the fuck's tiny, tiny Tim? Tim I'm not a tiny Tim. Am I a turkey Tim or something? <laughs> <laughs> You're the child that I give money to for a goose at the end. We'll, we'll... So I'm not tiny Tim. <laughs> what's, a, what's, what's a goose fucking code for? Oh, God. Well, I can shoot you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And so with that, Mr. Badger is unimpressed with the second ghost and told her to fuck off and woke up again unimpressed with his visit. I mean, like, the, the ghost of Bob Marley really set this up for a, a fall, didn't he? Because 
He proper bigged this up, and so far it's all been a bit shit. So, uh, Mr. Badger, or ever Badger Scrooge McDuck, falls asleep Back again. Back Scrooge McDuck! <laughs> into a nice peaceful slumber. But he's awoken <laughs> by a third ghost, who he will have to wake his phone up to see. He is awoken by Cyber Ghost 2097. Oh! Um... There are no sexual innuendos left, so I don't really know what to say, but mate, you're fucked. Oh, shit. Why? What's happened in the future? Although, I'm, I'm sure by 2097 I'd be long dead anyway. It's <laughs> wicked, man. You think the drugs are good in 93? You have no fucking idea, mate. It's brilliant, but it doesn't matter because you're dead. <laughs> yes, that's true. So you're what, dead. what drugs are you Both on at the moment me. then, Cyber Ghost? Huh? What drugs are you on? <laughs> well, uh, after Tiny Tim croaked it, we all had a had a had a squirt on the adrenochrome, and it was fucking sweet. <laughs> and... Is adrenochrome not the thing that Prince Andrew allegedly? Oh yeah. Had? Oh, oh yeah. I like him. <laughs> 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 oh dear. So, uh, well, again, you've mentioned this Tiny Tim fella that nobody's got a clue who it is. Are you on about Mongi Mike? Young Michael, yes. Yeah. So, so he, he was on drugs, though. And uh, I'm he just was. Told, so you're on drugs, and you're meant to be teaching me what to do and what not to do. So surely I should let Mongi Mike stay on the drugs. Um, he needs different drugs. He's on the wrong drugs. He needs better drugs. If you pay his dad, he can get some nice drugs. Like what? BBC quality cocaine. BBC quality <laughs> cocaine. That's Good made shit, yeah. from the frozen cum of children. <laughs> they have it in a big block like a soap bar and they just like you know, scrape a bit off the edge and snort it. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Jesus can't help you now. No. No. <laughs> the cyber ghost, from what I understand, you're meant to show me my future. Yeah. I did, what, you I did. Meant... Yeah. The... That's obvious. We're all going to die. Yeah. That's not scary. You're dead. Do you want to go and see everyone having a nice party? Because you're dead. Well, I'm sure you're meant to show me my funeral. But you can take me to a party if you want. It's the same thing. <laughs> okay. Well, in 2097, you don't yeah. have funerals. People just have parties. No, no, no. When when you die, everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, go yeah. on and take me there. Good evening. Ladies and genitals, <laughs> and welcome to the celebration of Badger, Scrooge, life and passing. He was cold-hearted. He was a misery. He was ill-mannered. And he was self-deluded. In fact, the government of 2020 modelled themselves on him. <laughs> but he did a lot of good work including taking in homeless young boys and giving them food and shelter. A warm bath with Mr. Badger and <laughs> Mr. Mater. And at night it was so cold and Mr. Badger Scrooge couldn't afford coal for the fire. And so they slept together to keep each other warm and played that fun game, I spy with Mr. Badger's eye. And fed him warm, hot, salty porridge. 
straight from the tap. Talking of porridge, <laughs> talking of porridge, how long is this funeral going to go on for? Because because it's dragging on a bit. I only came for the food. Well, just, I'm only here for the booze. You're just in time to join us in for that final hymn for Mr. Badger. Yeah. Let's all sing along with your letter is only the start of it. Amen. I seem to have had a positive effect on people here, Cyber Ghost 2097. <laughs> if only there was something bad you could show me about my actions, mainly, I don't know, Bob Catcher and Mongi Mike dying or something. Um, yeah, Bob Catcher is very sad because his um, one legged child is dead. I'm so oh yeah, me and I didn't know I only had one leg. Look down, look down. Yeah. I got three legs, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, my bug catch, it doesn't look very upset to be honest, he looks alright. I'm get I'm about to start, calm down. Mike! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're dying! Son, what am I going to do without you? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we could have bought more drugs to keep me alive. But don't worry, Daddy. You'll be okay. Look after Mommy and my brothers and sisters. Fuck them, son. Fuck them. <laughs> you're the one I cared about. <laughs> if, o- if only Mr. Badger. Scrooge, Badger, McDuck, whatever his fucking name is, would have given me more money. <laughs> we could have lived a better life. And if only, if only he took the time to write a script and send it to everyone. <laughs> this would have been such Amen. a fucking disaster! Amen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going that, that has upset me a little bit, you know, so it's given me food for thought. Well done, Cyber Ghost 2097. Uh, I think I've got some big changes to make when I wake up in the morning. And so, do, you, do, you, do you want to buy some drugs, though? No, I'm all right, cheers. <laughs> what, whatever the fuck you're on, you keep it. That's, um... <laughs> Wasted my fucking time. <laughs> yeah. and, and with that, Ever Badger Scrooge McDuck woke up, unaware of the time or day. Luckily for him, it was still Christmas morning. And he heard a knock on the door. It was those familiar chuggers again. Why, Save hello. a crab. Save a crab. Save a crab. Save me. Save me. <laughs> you what? I think I'm going to be coming into a lot of money. So here, take £10 and go and save the crabs. And the, the, the chuggers were happy. Um, After that, he looked out the window and spied with his eye of some dimension a a young child. Is this me? Yes, that'll be you. You're Turkey. Okay, I just want to say this has done a lot of damage to my career, but let's go. I don't know if you can damage something that doesn't exist, but yes, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) So, so, you there, (laughs) boy! It's me, Turkey Tim. Turkey Tim, okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, oh, it, it's, a, it's a weird, na- weird name, Turkey Tim, because I'm actually going to ask you, has that butcher's shop got a massive turkey in the window? No. Ah! I thought oh. it was a goose. It's a goose, isn't it? Yeah, it's a goose. There's no turkeys. They're sold out. Everyone's ordered online. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, how much is the turkey? Um, is it click and collect that you want to do, or...? <laughs> yeah, click, well, you can collect it and bring it to me. I'll, I'll make it worth your while. I'll give you something, you know. How much? <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not fiscal. It's more fiscal. <laughs> I'll, um... <laughs> okay, I'll go and, uh, I'll pop to, um, where it is. Well, how old are you, by the way? How old am I? Um... What does it say in the biography? I don't think I, I don't think it, it says in the biography. I think you should know your own age. <laughs> well, I'm very poor, uh, and we don't celebrate my birthday. So. <laughs> Eight. Eight. That's fine. <laughs> yes. So if you, if you, if I give you uh, say twenty pounds, you can go down to the butchers, get me that lovely goose, and then come in via the back entry, and I'll. Uh, I'll come in via your back entry. Is that okay? Uh, that seems okay. Uh, you know, that seems fine. And Emma Badger, Scrooge McDuck, threw twenty pounds out the window and waited for him to get his goose. <laughs> <laughs> the goose was then delivered to Bob Catchit and his not yet dead son, Mongy Mike, <laughs> at Christmas. Oh. Praise the Lord! Look what's arrived from Scrooge McDuck, fucking whatever his name is. He sent us a giant goose! God bless us, everyone! <laughs> that, Bob Catchett then looked at the goose and saw there was a card attached to it, announcing that he had lost his job as the factory was shutting down. Well, you know what? I'm okay with that, because I know Mr. Scrooge McDuck, Ebenezer Badger, is a good man, and I'm, he did it for a good reason, and I'm happy I get more time with my family. And boys and girls, the moral of this story is that ever badger Scrooge McDuck moved his business over to China, where the rates are cheaper. <laughs> As a result of this, Bob Catchett and his son, Mongy Mike, both died of hypothermia that night. <coughs> he sent his cousin, well, his nephew Fred, a turd in the post, but not <laughs> inviting him to a party. What else was there? Who else we got? Turkey, uh, Turkey Tim, is he all right? Turkey Tim was. Realistic. The final thing that Ever Badger Scrooge McDuck did was causing the Ghostbusters to have every single fucking ghost killed from his house. <laughs> I wrote that was some of my best work. What? That was some of my best work. Well, fuck you, because you're dead. (laughs) So, the moral of the story is, no matter how many people try and bully you into... (laughs) Do it your own way, move your business to China, (laughs) and fuck the lot of you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Badger. Ah, humbug. Shall we, shall we end it on a nice little sing song? Yeah. No! 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 no. I'm <laughs> dreaming of a white and wow. black person Christmas! <laughs> 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 <la
Just like the ones we used to know. Only now featuring slightly more black people. It'll be slightly like the advert for Sainsbury's. Jesus. So, Mr. Badger is now inclusive. Merry Christmas.